What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape. From beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely very dark Kenston, North Carolina. It's Thursday, November the 2nd in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 961 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Why? They'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. We've got a, we've got a really fun one for you today too. I think you're really good. I think you're going to like it. In fact, I know you're going to like it. I guarantee you're going to like it. So uh, make sure you hang around for that. we got some, uh, man, some great local birthdays. We, it's a historic day of birthdays. I could say that. I can definitely, definitely say that. Uh, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a great one for you today. Joining me in about 20 minutes on our Spence Automotive guest line is going to be a first-time guest here on the show. Uh, she is a freelance writer. She has had uh, stories printed in the Kinston Daily Free Press and in other places too. Uh, her name is Anna Catherine Creech. Very excited to uh, have her here on the program to uh, get to know her a little bit. Uh, if you've uh, seen, I, I've got to admit, the way I got to know her was uh, when I won the uh, when this show won the uh, uh, small business year small business of the year award for uh, from the Kinston or from the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce. And we were celebrating our 900th episode too. So 61 episodes ago, uh, she got in touch with me and wrote a story about it, front page story for the Kinston Free Press. So I got to know her a little bit then. I've been reading some of her stuff since then, and uh, she's got she's got some talent. She's got some chops, and uh, looking forward to uh, to talking to her and, and introducing her to you, dear radio audience. Uh, so again, that'll be uh, in less than 20 minutes from now. You're going to get to know her. And then our second hour, uh, actually, even before that, uh, he usually gets in here about, about I don't know, 15 till, 10 till, uh, the top of the uh, the next hour here on the show. He is a sales executive to the stars for WRNS and uh, just a heck of a guy, man. Uh, Jason Bryant, he'll be joining us here. Man, we've got a lot of sports stories, man. It has just blown up over uh, the past, uh, I was going to say over the past 24 hours, but with uh, the NFL trade deadline, which really nothing really happened. Uh, NBA trades. We're in the final week of NASCAR. I know Jason loves to talk NASCAR, so I'm looking for I'm joking about that. He's not a big NASCAR guy. But the Texas Rangers winning the World Series last night. Uh, the passing of Bobby Knight uh, happened uh, yesterday, too. Or uh, actually last night, too. And uh Going to talk to him about all those things. Going to talk to him about the high school football playoffs. We've got three teams in the playoffs from our neck of the woods. Two in Lenora County. Uh, we're, we're, we count Green County as one of ours. 
Uh, so we'll be talking to him about that. We're going to be talking about uh, doing the uh, Rilla Discount Drugs pregame show tomorrow night. Oh, my God. It's already Thursday. I cannot believe how fast this week has gone by. And uh, then our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week will be uh, tomorrow night at Rocky Mount Faith. Uh, but we'll talk about all that stuff. I don't know how we're going to get all this talk in with uh, Jason Bryant, but uh, very excited about that. But, uh, man... The story to trump all stories this morning here is uh, congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Uh, the te- they win their very first uh, World Series title. I got to tell you, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, my day yesterday, which was awesome. Well, you know what? Why don't I just go ahead and, uh, you know, it is the Brian Hanks show. Let me tell you what uh, what I did yesterday. And if you saw my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, you saw an incredible picture, a really awesome picture of Junius Smith III and, uh, and his family and his mom and dad. It was just an amazing, an amazing day yesterday. Uh, went up to Chapel Hill and visited them. I want to thank, I've, I've, I cannot thank her enough, but uh, Barbara Eldon uh, had this idea to put together a uh, just a, a get well soon card, but I mean like, a poster size get well soon card. It says APA hearts JS three. And then she got every coach, uh, every athlete, uh, administration, everybody over at, uh, Arundel parrot Academy to sign it. I can't even begin to tell you, and you can probably hear it in my voice. Even, uh, just, I can't even begin to tell you what it meant to Junius. Uh, he's still having trouble communicating. Let me uh, give you a, a Junius update. He is still having a, a little bit of trouble communicating. Uh, he is trying, though, uh, but uh, he is receiving radiation now. Uh, the remaining, just to get you caught up, uh, you know, he has a brain tumor, and uh, they weren't able to get all of it out when they had the surgery back in May. I believe it was May. And, uh, so he has been living with the remainder of that, but has been having speech therapy has been having physical therapy. And, uh, now they've decided, uh, the doctors, uh, they've kind of switched lanes and gone from Duke university to uh, UNC. And I can tell you personally, just the great work that they do at the Lineberger center over at uh, the university of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Uh, and yeah, listen, I, this is not the time to be uh, picking and joking and all that kind of stuff because this is serious stuff. But because, uh, you know, I always usually like to take shots at Carolina. But man, I'm telling you, their uh, cancer center is amazing. It is absolutely amazing having uh, personally uh, seen the work that they do. Uh, but anyway, uh, he has been switched over to uh, Chapel Hill. They're doing uh, radiation four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Then he gets to go back home to Fayetteville for the weekend. Uh, and they are taking good care of him. But again, I got to see him yesterday and, uh, still having trouble communicating. Uh, again, he not able to walk yet. Uh, but they are, they're working hard with him, man. And, uh, it's very slow. I guess this is the thing. And I get a lot of people, and this is what I was telling Junius and his parents yesterday about, how uh, I get asked about him daily by somebody, and it's awesome. I love it that uh, you know people hit me up on Twitter or on Facebook or uh, whatever and ask me how he's doing. Well, the official thing is it's very slow. I mean, this is not something I guess I'm, I'm so impatient. I expect to go see him and him be up and us talk about sports and all that. And Jay, He's just not able to do that yet. The day is coming, though, I hope, uh, and I pray. Uh, that it is coming, but, uh, 
had a really good visit, like I said, with his family. I, again, I cannot thank uh, Rendell Parrot Academy enough. Uh, David Moody, dude, you've got some great people over there. I mean, some great parents, some great athletes. Uh, Barbara Eldon, uh, I, as I told her in a message that I sent her yesterday, I will love her forever for her idea to put this together because uh, Junius face, Junius's face lit up. He, uh, <laughs> he was just so happy with it. It moved his parents to tears to look at all the signatures and just see the love that they had. And I, listen, I've got to give some credit to, uh, to, uh, Madison Harvey over at, uh, South and North. Uh, when I made the post yesterday, I mean, almost immediately she sent me a message and South and North wants to do something similar. Uh, I've told you guys before that, uh, I, Larry Williford over at, uh, Farmville Central, they're putting together a fundraiser for him. Uh, they're going to have a, I think a 50, 50 or something at their very first game. Uh, and coach Williford, uh, I told, uh, Junius's parents about that. They want to come to the game and bring Junius, uh, when you do that. So, uh, man, listen, Lenore County schools, if you will, if you, we really, I mean, Kenston, North Lenore, <clears throat> Bethel, uh, I know Jay Wilson over Green Central. He's so intimately involved uh, with the basketball program, too, when his football uh, team is done with uh, the state playoffs. It'd be awesome to see all these schools that Junius worked so hard for uh, over, what, seven or eight years to uh, to do something to help him out and just to honor him. I know the uh, Holiday Invitational, I'm, uh, you know, I'm no longer the media director for it. I stepped down after last year, but... I know I've talked to Bill Sewell uh, up there. He wants to do something for him, too. And it's just awesome, you know. I mean, here's a guy that basically, and I'm talking about Junius, who just worked so hard for our kids in our area. And uh, it's just going to be incredible to see uh, all these schools and all these programs uh, do stuff to uh, to help take care of him in his time of need. And listen, no complaining whatsoever because uh, they did a GoFundMe and right at $30,000 raised for his family. Uh, but, uh, is very much needed. I mean, they, when he was at Duke and he was there for several months, what, for four months, I think three or four months, I mean, his parents were having to stay in a hotel, uh, that was close to Duke. And, uh, I mean, that eats up a lot of money, just the travel that they were having to do. Junius obviously is not working right now. And, uh, anything you can do to help you can, uh, if you go to my Twitter feed, if you go to my Facebook page, I've got them pinned to the top of, I'm talking about my personal page. I've got it pinned to the top of both pages. You can jump on both of those and you can, uh, help out Junius's family. And, uh, I know they really appreciate it, but again, I, I'm going to say this again when I get, uh, Jason in here too, I'm sure. I just cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate, uh, Arendelle Parrot Academy, Barbara Eldon, David Moody. Uh, Matt Beeman, goodness gracious, I'm going to forget somebody, and I don't want to, but all the great folks over at APA for uh, making Junius's day. I uh, and I'll talk probably talk a little bit more about it when I get uh, Jason up here on the show when he comes into the plush, well lit, well protected studio here in our second hour. But uh, having done that, and on top of that too, uh, I. Uh, you know, you know, you guys who listen to the show and who know me personally know I am getting married at the end of this year, uh, on December 30th to, uh, the incredibly beautiful and smart. I don't know how smart she is. She's marrying me, but the incredibly beautiful and talented and just, uh, 
the purest heart that I know and uh, Linda Winnington. And uh, so after I visited with uh, Junius, I kept driving right on uh, I-40 or I-40 West, uh, jumped on 52 North and uh, visited my brother and surprised my brother and asked him to be my best man or uh for my wedding uh very excited hey he said yes and wait till you see uh, the picture of how i asked him uh, uh i'll be posting that later on today uh it just it was awesome it was awesome uh, so my brother's gonna be my best man so uh i was there in dobson yesterday about until about seven o'clock so then i drove back across the state of north carolina last night and it was just awesome to have uh the world series i listened to that on sirius xm on my way back and was messaging with Greg Clemens and with uh, John Clemens on my way back and uh, and a few others and uh, and it was so funny. Like I said, the the World Series started about the time I was going through Greensboro. I guess uh, I listened to a little bit a little bit of the pregame and then uh, the game itself started and it ended as the game ended last night as I hit Lenore County. I just thought that was just such great timing. Uh, it was a one nothing game uh, through eight innings. In fact, it's a scoreless game through seven innings, a no-hitter for a while, too. Uh, the Rangers finally scratch across a run. What, in the eighth inning, I guess, made it one. Bear in mind, I don't have uh, – I wasn't watching it. I was listening to it on radio, which, by the way, I miss that, man. I used to listen to games all the time on the radio. And uh, what a great venue, man. I just are a great place to listen to it. They did such a great job on ESPN radio. But anyway, anyway, uh, as I was hitting Lenore County, heard the very end of the game, uh, Mr. Clemens, I started texting him. Uh, yes, I was texting and driving. Please don't judge. But uh, I, I would pull over every time I would text you, Mr. Clemens, okay? So I wasn't driving and texting or texting and driving. I was uh, pulling over and texting and sitting there anyway uh and then just to listen to the celebration and mr clemens was very happy and john was and to get home and see facebook and see all the the local folks here that are just excited about it man we had uh two players and a coach uh on the world series winning texas rangers team and uh, leote Tavares and uh evan carter uh, and uh, man, what an impact Evan Carter made was called up 21 years old was called up in September and batted in the three hole last night. Just amazing. Leote moved up to the eight hole in the batting lineup and, uh, the great defense he played didn't have that great of a bat in the world series. Leote didn't, but, uh, just did a great job uh, altogether. And, uh, then Corey Ragsdale, uh, you heard, uh, John Clemens yesterday talking about rags and how he was his favorite general man or his favorite field manager that came through, uh, in, uh, the previous six years for the, uh, wood ducks. Just awesome. I'll tell you what, Hey, uh, John, I'm going to be trying to get, uh, Corey's number from you because I'd love to get him here on the show next week. Can't do it tomorrow. Cause we've got football Friday. We've got TGIF with IP tomorrow and all kinds of stuff going on. But congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Congratulations to John Clemens and Janelle Finch and uh, just all the folks over there to uh, to uh, Shiver Person, to Ryan Straney, to everybody. I, in fact, I saw Ryan was at the game last night. He was in Arizona for the game last night. The only bad thing is you heard what Clemens said yesterday. If uh, Texas had lost last night, it would have made it a game six in uh, Arlington, Texas. And, uh, John was going to be at the game on Friday night and 
Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen now. But I'll tell you what, I bet Clem- John Clemens is still happy uh, regardless of whether he's going back there. So, uh, man, congratulations to the Texas Rangers, to uh, the Down East Wood Ducks organization. It's just incredible to have uh, uh, three individuals on a World Series winning team that all three were right here in Kinston at Down East Wood Ducks games at Historic Granger Stadium. So congratulations to them. Uh, some sad news last night. And again, I will be hitting every one of these subjects with, uh, with Jason Bryant when he joins us here in our second hour. Uh, but, uh, Bobby Knight, uh, passed away, uh, last night. That was one of the things that, uh, when I was at my brother's, uh, probably what the news came across about six, six thirty last night that, uh, Bobby Knight had passed away and just, uh, an icon in college basketball, an icon of my childhood as I, uh, I mean, one of my, probably my favorite, uh, sports book of all time was season on the brink by John Feinstein about the 1980, I think the 86, 87, uh, season for the Indiana Hoosiers and just real insight into Bobby Knight that no one had ever really had before. I mean, we knew he was, uh, emotional. Is that a good way to put it? But we didn't know, uh, just, uh, quite the extreme that he was, but, uh, Bobby Knight just has such a mixed, uh, and I know you don't speak ill of the dead and I'm not going to speak ill of, uh, Bobby Knight. I was a fan for years and years, uh, until he just, uh, I don't know if you could say he just went over the edge, but he just, I think he lost his way. He's a basketball genius. Uh, one of the things is I was switching around, uh, before the world series came on last night, as I was driving back from Dobson, North Carolina was, I was listening to an uh, interview on Sirius XM that, uh, that Mike Krzyzewski did with Bobby Knight in 2011. And just listening to, I mean, the man was brilliant. Uh, probably you'd almost, I don't know. I don't know if you put him on the Mount Rushmore of, uh, of college basketball coaches. I really don't. I, but I mean, he, again, just an absolute positive genius and, uh, but I think he, he really hurt his legacy with some of the extraneous things that he did, just his temper, uh, just the way that he, just the way that he was in a lot of ways. I mean, he just wasn't, a, he wasn't a very nice person, I guess is the, the way to put it, or at least what we saw, at, you know, as the public, um, I mean, the, the way his, uh, tenure ended at Indiana, the way his tenure ended at Texas tech, uh, it definitely, uh, it, it, it messed up his legacy, I guess is the nicest way to say that. Um, uh, but, uh, Hey, Keith Spence, you're absolutely right. Uh, season on the brink is awesome. Civil war. I'm sitting here right now in my plush, well-lit, well-protected office, looking at my collection of John Feinstein books on the uh, bookshelf across from me. And yes, you're right. Hey, a good walk spoiled was good. Spence. I don't know if you read that. But uh, that was a very good book. Uh, that, and I know now we've switched subjects over to John Feinstein. Uh, Spence said, in honor of Bobby Knight, everyone should go out and throw a chair today. You know what? I'm with you on that, Spence. Uh, I think, uh, and video yourself doing it or have somebody video you do it. Linda, you're going to have to video me throwing a chair today, okay? So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but listen, uh, rest in peace, uh, Bobby Knight. Uh, 
<laughs> Mr. Clemens, as I, hey, uh, thank you for reminding me about this too. We did it in the birthday game yesterday, and I can't believe this. I had John Clemens sitting across from me yesterday, and, and I did not wish him on the air happy birthday. We got off the air, and Michael Martin, uh, who was our uh, first hour guest and hung around for our second hour uh, interview too, wished uh, John happy birthday. And I didn't do it on the air, but in my defense, we did do it in the birthday game. So, uh, I did get it in there. So, uh, also this is what Mr. Clemens said. He loved him some Bobby Knight. He's a great coach. Plus he kept Dean Smith at bay and yes, indeed he do. He did do that. Uh, but a rest in peace, uh, Bobby Knight. We'll talk more to Jason Bryan about that in our second hour. And I uh, meant so many things. We're going to talk college football, the Michigan cheating scandal, ECU versus Tulane, uh, just all this stuff. We are going to talk to, uh, uh, we're, we're <laughs> okay. Jonathan, I just got your message. I got you. Uh, okay. Uh, let us, uh, I tell you what, let's get, uh, Anna Catherine Creech up here on the line with us. But as we do that though, let me thank our good friends over at Lenore community college for 65 years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223, visit their website at lenorecc.edu, or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trent, to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you so much to the good folks over at Lenore Community College, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over there for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show, as they have been here as we are approaching our four-year anniversary of the show. But joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is a first-time guest of the show. Very excited about this. Uh, I got to know her uh well i we still haven't met yet anna but uh i i i met you and i'm doing air quotes here met you over the phone a few months ago when you uh, did a very very nice article on this show uh about the 900th episode and us winning the uh small business year small business of the year award from the lenore county chamber of commerce but uh, joining us right now from the Kenston Daily Free Press and from uh, uh, just, she's a, a great writer, a freelance writer. It's Anna Catherine Creech. Good morning, Anna. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be on the radio for the first time ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it, you know, it is, a, it, it is the most important uh, medium out there. You know that, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I could sense greatness. <laughs> well, it's uh, one of those things I realized after being in newspapers forever, and and, and I love newspapers. It's, uh, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about in our visit here. And I got to ask you: Do I call you Anna? Do I call you Anna Catherine? What? Well, how, how? How do you? What do you go so, by? So, Anna Catherine Creech is is actually a pen name. Um, and, uh, it's just, you know, my preference for, for writing. I like to, to have that. It's actually, um, one of, um, I don't know. One of the problems with, with, uh, with writing for actual newspapers is that they want me to use my real name. So, but yeah, Anna Catherine, um, and then yeah, Creech. Well, well, where did, that's a very interesting point. And I knew that you and I had talked about that, uh, that this is your pen name, but, uh, where did this come from? Where did Anna Catherine Creech, uh, why did you decide on this as your pen name? 
So, well, you know, my, my, my real name is Anna Catherine. Um, and, uh, that's, a, I, I've always loved that name. It's a, it's a family name. It's a blend of, you know, like, uh, mother's names and grandmother's middle names and whatever. Um, but the creature element came about when I was researching my family tree, um, there in Lenore County and actually a little bit of Green County too. Um, and I, I, the very first place that I found was the, the Creech land grant. Um, I can't remember if it was from King James or King George, King George. <laughs> Anyways, one of those land grant guys. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he granted, uh, I don't know how many acres it was, but right there, basically wheat swamp. If you're familiar with wheat swamp, very much, so. it is. It is the place to be. Um, so that was the first place that I found. And there's still creatures living on that land right now, which is amazing because that was in like 1748 that that, that area was established. Um, but my grandmother, who was an amazing human, was a creature. And I've just always felt like, like even when I got married, I kept my real name. I don't know. I'm just, I really want, to be able to honor the, the, the female line in my family, especially since like it's been there since like the beginning of time. Right. Wow. Wow. No, that's awesome. That is awesome. Anna Catherine Creech joining us uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line this morning. We've got a lot of things to talk to her about what I always like to do. Uh, this is your first visit on the show. And, uh, what I do with my first time guests is just introduce yourself to our audience. I mean, you sort of did a little bit there, but where are you from? Where'd you go to high school, college? Uh, what brought you to Eastern North Carolina? All that is introduce yourself to our audience, Anna Catherine. All right. No problem. Uh, I was actually born in Maryland. Um, my mother is from North Carolina, from Kenton. Um, her family is from Kenton for hundreds of years. Um, my father's family is Polish, and they emigrated to Baltimore, Maryland. And so that's where my parents met, and I was born in that area. And then I guess around, like, third grade, my mom wanted to come back to North Carolina. And it didn't make any sense to me at the time. Um, but now that I'm an adult, I'm so grateful to be here and not be in Maryland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just... It's just a different uh, lifestyle. It's just a different energy altogether, um, and and I prefer it. So I've stayed here ever since. Um, about I think I started fourth grade here, but I went to high school in um, in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Um, <clears throat> but you know, my mom's family was all in Kinston, and so we would go there for holidays and weekends and events and things. Um, so I was slowly getting introduced to these, these, this new portion of my family that I hadn't really gotten to spend a lot of time with, having lived six hours away from them. Um, and yeah, I've just been kind of exploring that family line ever since. Um, I, I did leave North Carolina of briefly to, to be in New York to attend the Culinary Institute of America, which actually, you know, what's really cool is I got into that school writing an essay about my grandmother Oh wow! and in the strawberry, like cooking with her in the kitchen and how significant that was to me. Um, that was like my, um, 
I can't, it's like my entry essay. Um, so it's just fun that that has kind of come full circle um, at this point, <laughs> you know, um, where, where I'm, I'm, I'm talking about her again because um, she was so significant. Um, but yeah, so I went to the Culinary Institute of America, which is an amazing experience. Um, then I just kept going to college because I love to learn. And I studied fine art, and I studied glass blowing, and I studied jewelry making, and I studied aesthetics. Uh, like, I mean, I seriously, like, I can't stop studying. I love it. It's just, like, my natural state. And so that's why journalism works so well for me. It's because I can't stop researching anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm married, and I have two kids, and um, and I write because I love it, and I write about Kinston because I think it's a fascinating place with an incredible history, um, and like I said, my family's been from there for hundreds of years, and it's like every time I go there, I find some new treasure of of history, um, whether it's an old farmhouse or like an overgrown cemetery, or you know, even just an old photograph somewhere. There's just so much history there. It's amazing. It is. And that's one of the things that I love about uh, Kinston too, Anna Catherine, is that, you know, as I told you when you did the piece on us was that, listen, I got here in 2002. I was supposed to be here for two years to, uh, you know, to run the sports department at, at the Free Press. And yet here I am 21 years later, uh, just uh, as happy as happy as I've ever been in my life. I mean, because I love Kenston. I mean, the people here are amazing. The, uh, uh, the, the history now, now I'm more on the sports side of stuff, uh, more than, you know, you're on the historical side and that's what like fascinates the you. Stuff is, the sports stuff is un, unreal too. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's like there's something in the water there. Ah, so I mean, which, by the way, Kinston, was the name of a movie. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Kenston is a special place. There's no doubt in my mind. And it literally dragged me there. Like it, the, the, I'm supposed to be there learning about Kenston, talking about Kenston and, and researching it. So, um, cause you know, so like I was saying, I, I, I don't actually live in Kenston. I, I live in near Raleigh. Um, and so I go to Kenston, I don't know, maybe two or three times a month, which sounds ridiculous, especially to my husband. Um, because I just want to go find out new stuff or I want to go see something or I'm working on a project or whatever. But it wasn't ever supposed to be like that. I literally started a family tree because I wanted to have a family tree written down for my son. Yeah. And it just never stopped. Like the information just never stopped. And it, it just led me right, like I said, the wheat swamp. And I, once I got there, I was like, well, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you get involved? Okay, we understand the familial part of it that got you here to Lenore County, but to the free press, I mean, which as you know, and oh, you and I talked is- about this too, that I was, you know, so invested, I was invested in the free press for, you know, a decade and a half. What uh, drew you to uh, the free press? Well, uh, so in my, in my research, one of the most valuable tools that I have found is actually Facebook. Um, Facebook, word of mouth that group is like, uh, it's just, if you want to know something, you just put it out there and you'll get responses. They, you know, they vary, but it's a good place to start. If you don't have anywhere to start and you're, and you're from out of town, word of mouth is the place to ask the question. Yeah. 
And um, Trevor, the the editor for the Free Press, had posted something in that group that I joined. For I, I joined it just to kind of like stay on top of what's going on around there, ask questions if I had them, whatever. Anyways, Trevor said, if there's anybody interested in writing for the Free Press, contact me at this email address. Okay. And so I had kind of always wanted to be a writer or like at least try it, you know, and this seems like a really obvious, come try this. <laughs> so, so I emailed him um, and was like, Hey, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm very interested in this. I, I'm not actually a writer, but I would love to try. And he said, go, go ahead and send me some of your work. And I was like, I actually don't, I don't have anything. Like I haven't written anything since college. Um, and I was like, but if you tell me something to write about, that's fine. I can do that. And so Memorial Day weekend, it was a Friday. And he said, I want you to write an article. See if you can write an article about this parking ticket this increase, this parking fine increase. And I think he kind of thought I would go away after that because he, you know, I, I, I don't know, but, but he didn't. Um, he was like, you know, it's going to be a holiday weekend. You're not going to be able to get a hold of anybody for probably at least till Tuesday. And I was like, uh-huh, okay. But, like, I was really driven. I was like, I really want to prove myself to this guy um, and prove that I can do this. And, like, on a newspaper timeline, like, Tuesday when you sign it on Friday and you want to buy Tuesday, like, I thought you had to do it quick, right? So I went online and I found this city council meeting where they discussed the parking ticket increase. And I listened to it, like, over and over again until I totally understood what had happened and what was going on. And then I just wrote an article. And so like Monday morning, instead of having nothing to talk to Trevor about, about what I had, I had an entire article that I was like ready to send him to see what he thought, just to see if I could do it. And he published it just like <laughs> right out of the gate, right out of the gate. He published it and he was on fire. He was like, your researching skills. He was like, how like I didn't even have to tell you where to go like you just did it and I was like yeah yeah like I I can do stuff yeah um and it just didn't stop after that like we both got really excited he's like you can write and I was like I can write and and so then I just like wrote as much as I could as quickly as I could but I wasn't paying attention to the fact that I actually didn't really want to I don't want a job in real life I'm a mom and you know I I don't know. I'm not trying to like chase, chase a ball every day, all day long. Um, so like I was so excited about the opportunity. Um, and I learned so much, but at the same time, like I was not really trying to make a commitment. I was just trying to see if I could do it. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know, 30, 30 articles later, here we are. And Trevor and I have kind of come to a, an impasse where it's like, I want to be called one thing. And he wants, me to be called something else and he needs like four articles a week from me and I want to write like two articles a month I want to <laughs> research stuff I want to research stuff for like weeks yeah. and then write for like a couple drafts you know I don't want to real quick here like no I don't know that's just not what no, I want no, no. I can appreciate that that is a dream I can tell you this as someone who 
you know, was a, I was a freelancer myself from like 91 to 98 before I became a full-time uh, sports writer in Western North Carolina. And you're absolutely right. I mean, the pieces I love the most that I did through the years were the ones that, you know, I gave a week or, you know, a week or so, two weeks or so yeah. to, uh, but, and I can see, I mean, let me say this too. I mean, uh, I can see it from his point of view too. That uh, that he would like to have someone, especially who's got talent. I mean, you're a good writer. And I, mean, I wanted to be, yeah. I wanted to be that person so yeah. badly because, like, I was just as excited. I was more excited than he was that I could do it, and I wanted to just like do it and be like, yes, like I am a journalist. I can do this. But like, I was exhausted. You know, like I wasn't spending this, my time the way that I wanted to. Like, if I can sit on the couch with my kids. And, you know, be with them. (laughs) That's actually what my life is about. It's not about um, chasing interviews. Well, let me uh, not not at this point. Well, let's do a reset here. Joining us right now, like I said, on our Spence Automotive guest line, it's our big interview today. As you know, every Thursday, we always do our big interview in the first hour. And our big interview is brought to you by UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview Every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. UNC Lenore Healthcare has a medical staff of more than 100 physicians and offers a range of specialty services and technology you can only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them. At 252-522-7000, you can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, uh, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back into our big interview here. It's Anna Catherine Creech, uh, a freelance writer. She uh, has uh, she she writes for the Kenston Daily Free Press. She also, uh, I don't know if you've written for other sources yet. I know you're doing some other work. I haven't. Not, yeah, not yet. But that's my goal, right? That's okay. my that's my that's my vision. Okay. I um, <clears throat> I uh, I contacted. So I so I, not to like bog down in a lot of personal information, but I finished. I was doing chemotherapy last year, and I finished it in February. And so, like, I got and then I got my first article in June and so like I was ready to work but I wasn't ready to work and take care of my kids and clean my house and do all the other things that I'm supposed to do and still have like a calm life (laughs) calm life is really important to me now like if I hadn't been sick before I would probably look at things differently but like literally I realized when I was going through chemotherapy, that my children are the most important things in the world in my whole life, you know, my relationship with them and taking care of them and making sure that, like, you know, like those are the best moments in life. Yeah. Um, and so, like, as much as I wanted to meet what Trevor needed um, or wanted, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it in a, in a healthy way. You know, no, 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 no. And I'm sure he, you know, he appreciates that too. I'm sure he does. I got to ask you this of all the stories that you've written. And I I do want to get to, uh, the graveyard cleanup that, uh, that I want to talk to you about. And that's going to, you're going to be doing that this weekend. But 
what what was one or two of the stories that stood out to you again from a featurey point of view not just from like a news breaking point of view but from a featurey point of view that really stood out to you anna Catherine? so my favorite one uh i have two favorites and then i have a hugely significant one um there was one that i did about a historic home the the sutton canada house mm-hmm. in in i think it's on queen street um first of all the the owners of the home were like fearless they were like sold we're gonna do it and they just like moved in and started working every day um and it was also a beautiful house like it was totally worth the effort and the history was fascinating so it was a really fun thing to write about um and then my next one that I really, really liked was the last article that I did for the free press, or what I believe to be the last article. And it was the, it's like a Halloween article. Um, I think it was called Haunted Places. And this is where I really solidified my vision for what I actually want to do with my writing. Because mm-hmm. like I got lost in so much history, so much research. And it was so fascinating and I loved it. And then I got to write this beautiful article at the end that I just, I really spent a lot of time on it and I was really proud of it. Um, and I was like, this is more along the lines of what I want to do. And Trevor was in the background the whole time, like asking like when it was going to be, and I was just like, I'm just going to do this one and then I'm going to break up with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate him so much. He's amazing. I can't even tell you how much I've learned from him. And the opportunity that he gave me at the paper, an absolute blessing. Because if he hadn't published me first, I would have never have known that I was even able to, to do that. Absolutely. So now I'm trying to, um, I've actually started working on a story. Um, and it's a true story about me researching my ancestors there in Kinston. Um, actually, on Highway 258, um, I was looking for a cemetery, um, and I got out of the car, and I, I heard a man working in a shed, and I said, hey, have you seen a cemetery? Is there a cemetery around here? And he said, you mean that one over there? And I looked, and it was completely overgrown. You couldn't tell it was a cemetery, actually. Um, and I was like, wow, that must be the one. And so I ran across the field. And I took a picture of the only two headstones that I could see um, because everything was overgrown. And then I hopped back in the car and I drove back towards Raleigh because I thought I had found the cemetery I was looking for. And I even called my mom and my sister. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the one. It's right here. I was wrong, but I didn't know it at the time. So later I sat down and I looked at my family tree and I realized that the names on those headstones that I had seen in that random cemetery off Highway 258, they were on my family tree, like my great, great, great grandmother, which is amazing. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's amazing. I think it's like really amazing (laughs) that like of all of the heads that like everything was covered except for this one lady and this one man that you could just barely see the name. I took a quick picture and I got back in the car and then like many, many hours later, I realized that that was my family. It wasn't the cemetery I was looking for, but it was my family. Um, so that's what I'm writing about right now. I've gotten the first page done. Again, you know, I'm always doubting my writing. 
I think everybody probably does that. Oh, they do. But, um, but you're you're a very solid writer. Well, tell us about this cleanup uh, that you're going to be doing, and I, are you inviting the public to help you with that, or please, how, please? How, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Yeah, I um. So that cemetery that I found. So okay, I was researching an article. It's called the the Witch Bottle article. It's by the Gray family. Um, they live out, I believe, near Snow Hill. Um. And that's a whole separate story, but that's the cemetery I was looking for. I was looking for the Witch Bottle Cemetery, and when I found the, it's actually called the Hill Jones Hartfield Cemetery, okay. and it's in Lenore County. Um, but yeah, that's the one that I found that my ancestors turned out to be in, and I just felt like a, like extremely compelled to get out there and fix that space because you don't cemeteries aren't supposed to look like that they're not supposed to be incredibly overgrown and just forgotten literally forgotten for who knows how long so i started the the journey of trying to figure out who owned the land um and if there was anybody responsible for the cemetery um and i've i've contacted all the people and i've done all the stuff and now saturday november 4th from 10 a.m to 2 p.m we're going to be cleaning that cemetery up, um, cutting vines and hauling limbs and just, uh, you've seen the pictures of it. It's hard mm-hmm. to describe how serious, like seriously, you can't tell it's a cemetery. Um, and it's devastating because that's a, that's a sacred ground, you know, that's, absolutely. those are people's loved ones and that's not right. So I have to fix it. And I would love if other people would come and help me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we will tag uh, the information with uh, when we uh, post this to our SoundCloud page and to Facebook and all that. And uh, that's an amazing thing. I mean, that, that you're motivated to do that for a place that you don't even live in. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I know you, you're doing work here and stuff, but I mean, I think that just shows your heart that you are, that you're wanting to help out, uh, folks you don't even know I, I think that's a pretty cool thing yeah well you know what i think they want me to help them because <laughs> they i mean i ended up there for a reason i yeah. really feel that way i need to i need to be out there and um that space needs to be reclaimed um so i'm excited about it and and of course it's gonna it's all going into this story that i'm working on um and I don't have a goal for when the story is going to be complete. I think probably around 800, 850 words, I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> okay. Well, I cannot wait to see it for sure. Listen, Anna Catherine Creech, thank you so much for joining us here this morning on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, don't be a stranger. I, again, I can't wait to see your work. And, uh, again, hey, thank you so much for joining us here today, okay? Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you. That's Anna Catherine Creech. I really appreciate her joining us here. Uh, We're going to uh, wrap up this hour as well. We've still got about 14 minutes left or so. Uh, Get you caught up on everything going on in the the world of sports in our neck of the woods. Uh, Jason Bryant is on his way here. Uh, we're going to be talking to him, uh, just getting uh, caught up on everything. He said he, he sent me a message and said he wants to talk about NASCAR this morning. So I'm very excited about that just to get uh, Jason's thoughts on uh, NASCAR and everything that is going to – okay, he didn't really do that. Uh, but uh, that would be absolutely hilarious if he did. Again, thank you to Anna Catherine Creech. We will put the uh, information online about uh, – 
about uh, where this uh, graveyard cleanup is going to be. If you'd like to go and help, you can. <laughs> yeah, Jason just sent me a ha ha. Uh, but yeah, I want to see who he thinks is good. There's five, four racers left in the, and Jason do not cheat. Uh, there's four racers left in the, uh, the championship four in NASCAR. I'm going to see, uh, who, if he can guess who they are, but don't cheat Jason. That's going to be your first question when I get, when you get here in a little bit. Uh, I tell you what, let me thank a couple more of our sponsors here. Uh, listen. Thank you so much to uh, Spence Automotive. You heard me talking about Keith Spence and Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building. Next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive is owned by local sports riding legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service when you need new tires. Tell him the Brian Hanks show sent you, and I promise you he will take very good care of you. And uh, Spence, I know you're listening right now. I got to get my uh, – I, I got an oil change. I was As I was driving back last night, I looked up, you know, how they put the little uh, thing on your window, and uh, I am uh, coming up from oil change. So I will be taking my car to Spence Automotive. You need to do the same with yours too. Listen, thank you to Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years. In fact, about 15 years now, I could not – be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for, that's right, Linda Whittington, I'm talking about you, uh, are going to be very well taken care of. Uh, the beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community is evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and uh, Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. Now, that is beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Automall. So that's going to be... Again, Woodman Life, one of the best decisions I've made in the past 20 years. And then finally, uh, you heard me talking about Parrot Academy earlier when I was talking about Junius. And just, uh, again, thank you so much to Barbara Eldon and David Moody and Matt Beeman and uh, Clay Harrell, all the folks over to Rendell Parrot Academy for uh, putting together that very nice card for Junius. But listen. Parrot Academy, it's also the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region. It's located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kinston. Uh, Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, and that includes Kinston, Snow Hill, Greenville, Maysville, Trenton, New Bern, Pollocksville, Goldsboro, Jacksonville. Did I say Wilson? Uh, if I said Wilson, then it's because they have students from Wilson there, too. In fact, it is awesome uh, what Parrot Academy does. In the last half century, Parrot Academy has grown to a student body with more than 700 students. That includes children and uh, grades uh, before kindergarten all the way up through the 12th grade. Its campus uh, is huge. It now encompasses 80 acres, more than 80 acres, and it draws students from 10 counties, like I said uh, earlier. all If you're listening to this show right now on terrestrial radio, if you're driving into work and you're listening to this, you can send your child 
to Rendell Parrot Academy, the best private school in eastern North Carolina. Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road right here in Kenston. So, uh, listen, uh, Thank you to all our day one sponsors, uh, LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, GoEco Office Automation. You'll you'll hear about them during the birthday game. Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, and Arundel Parrot Academy, and then all our other uh, sponsors who are incredible, who bring you Friday night football, including tomorrow night's game. We're going to get into that in a little bit here with uh, Jason Bryant. Uh, but uh, all these other sponsors bring you Friday night football that bring you weekly basketball broadcasts. That's right. They are going to be coming back soon with, uh, Barry Stallings and, uh, oh my gosh, I'm uh, blitzing on the other gentleman's name, but Barry Stallings is definitely one of them. That's going to be bringing you high school basketball right here on 960 bet on the bull. Thank you to down East protection systems, to King's restaurant, to the Kinston police department, to Davis wholesale tire to uh, Mills International, the Rillo Discount Drugs, to Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, Downey's Wood Ducks, uh, just uh, all these uh, organizations that bring you, again, the Brian Hanks Show, bring you high school football on Friday nights, uh, including tomorrow night's playoff game, that uh, bring you basketball. Oh, my God. Um, uh, he is wearing a Duke shirt, but I will forgive him for that. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, Jason Bryant walking in right now. Throw those headphones on there, my friend. Uh, hey, I'm I'm making you happy right now. I'm thanking all our great sponsors, dude. Uh, Barry Stallings and Harlan Neal. I don't here. Let me. Yeah, pull that up. There you good. How did I forget Harlan Neal? I don't know. I mean, he he's a, a Duke guy like yourself, and yes. Oh, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. What's going on? I'm a little bit tired, man. Did you hear? I asked my brother to be my uh, best man yesterday. Awesome. And he said no. No, he says, I got to tell you, how, can I tell you how I did it? Yeah. You know, the ring box that I got, uh, you know, that I gave Linda uh-huh. her, uh, you know, her $80,000 wedding ring in. Yeah. Or engagement ring. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yep. You believe that, right? I do. Oh, thank you. Uh, but uh, it's got a little light in it. When you open it up, it's got a little light that, you know, uh, helps the, the diamond, you mm-hmm. know, twinkle and all that. Well, I asked her, could I borrow it? So what we did was, uh, and she helped me with this, got a little roll of paper about, what, about an inch thick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, well, what, probably nine inches long or whatever. And I uh, wrote... Will you be my matron of honor? And then X that out and said, best man. Uh, and then rolled it all up, put it in the ring box. So when I got to, he didn't know I was coming yesterday. Yeah. So when I got to his house, I, wa- I just walked straight in. I dropped one knee. I opened the box. And now you're going to see pictures of this later. Right. I, I'm going to post them up there. And he said, yes. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, hey. In his defense, did he have a choice? Yeah, he had a choice. He could have said no. Come on, Brian. It's your brother. Yeah, you're right. He probably didn't have a choice, but he seemed uh, he he was a little verklempt, and it was it was awesome. I mean, it was we. Uh, I had a good visit with him. Had a good visit with uh, Junius yesterday. I don't know if you heard me talking about that. I saw the pictures. The, uh, <laughs> wow! Did you see the message Danny sent you and I? Uh-uh. Oh, that's about as mean a message as I said. Why don't you read it out to everybody there? The light in the 
box help Linda find the ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's incredibly cruel, but uh, but pretty funny. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see Danny on Saturday uh, for the uh, Tulane game. Man, I got about we've got what right at uh, what forty minutes to talk about stuff, dude. And I've got ten thousand things I want to. All right. Talk well, let me about. burn this. Go ahead. These couple minutes. So you said Bob Knight is not on Mount Rushmore of college basketball coaches. I would, yeah, I understand the sentiment of it, but who is? That's a good question. John Wooden, definitely. You'd have to put John Wooden up there. Mike Krzyzewski would have to be up there, the winningest coach in uh, in college basketball history. Uh, Dean Smith yep. has to be up there, in my opinion. And uh, probably, probably James Naismith. You know, I mean, unless you're getting away from that, he formed basketball. So if we're just talking about coaches, uh, I think he's there now. Um, I think Roy was close. Oh, Roy would never, and I love Roy. But Roy I mean, now, as yeah. far as as far as wins, but when you talk about impact and wins, mm-hmm. I think I think the wins for for Bob Knight and the impact because I mean, let's I mean, as big a Duke guy and Coach K guy as I am. I mean, he's not there without some of Bob Knight's influence from his playing days and then even mentoring oh, yeah. him. So I think he has a hand in that. So, so you think Bob Knight should be on there? I mean, you're talking about four. I just don't know who. Now, down the road, some, somebody will take that fourth spot. But Tony Bennett. <laughs> I said that just to get your reaction. Dude, I don't think Tony Man, Bennett needs to no, be on there. I mean, Tony Bennett's great. I mean, I... <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about Tony Bennett, but yeah. and you know, Coach K's record is impeccable. I mean, nobody will deny that. But yeah. here's here's the thing about it: they're playing more games than they ever had, so it's easier to get to the win total numbers. Not saying he wouldn't have done it. I mean, he okay. Who's your four? Who's your four? I mean, I think the three that you named, and I think Bob Knight's there until some somebody comes along and. Wins, wins three or four national championships and wins a thousand games. I mean, yeah. I think, I mean, I don't think he'll be there forever, but I think right now he has to be. Uh, Danny Rice says John Thompson, very influential. Yeah. Um, just don't know. I just always thought he was there. Tell you what, let me, for this practical exercise, which I yeah. appreciate here, let me Google. Because uh, people love doing that. but uh, yeah, They love to I hear mean, me. Bob Knight's very controversial. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But I think the impact that he had on the game in the late 70s and, and oh, through. Oh, he won three national championships. And through the 80s. I mean, how many how many wins? I mean. Uh, oh, come on. I Google. You're disappointing me, Google. But I mean, Dean Smith has to be there because think about all the things he, he oh, yeah, did yeah, 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 yeah. throughout his career and with the integration of Carolina basketball program and 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 all of that. I mean, he deserves to be there. Coach K deserves to be there. John Wooden, what he did and how many national championships he won, he has to be there. So I think those three have to I've be there. Got a okay, okay. Mike Krzyzewski, obviously number one in wins, twelve hundred and two. Yeah. You know who number two is? Jim Beheim. Look at you, dude. Uh, 1,015, number three. Dude, I don't have cash in my pocket, but my beautiful fiance who's walking up the hall right now will go grab me a $5 bill out of my wallet if you can tell me who number three is in all-time wins in NCAA basketball. 
I got to tell you, I love you, Jason Bryant, and you know as much about sports as anybody I know. You do not know this, though, I don't think. And I'm talking about NCAA Division One. Hey, you're knocking over the hockey stick there. <laughs> she's she's. We had to take Molly I mean, to how, the vet yesterday. How long? How long ago was it? <laughs> uh, in fact, no, see if I'm going to give it away. He he's a recent coach. I can. Yeah, say I mean, that. I think it's Roy. Uh, nope. Roy is five. Five. Yep. So one, two, three. You don't have number three and number four. No, 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 don't look at your phone. No, somebody's texting me. Oh, okay. No, uh, and it's probably somebody giving you no, the answer. No, it's not. Um, Danny Rice, quit texting. <laughs> Danny it, Rice is, is texting. Is it Jay you. Wright? No, he's not even in the uh, top ten, it doesn't look like. Um, oh, Mr. Dawson, John Dawson's dad jumps in. He said, it's not John. And I'll even tell you this. I'm helping you here. It's not John Wooden, and it's not Everett Case. Okay, your time. Yeah, I'm done. You're gonna. This is gonna knock. I wouldn't have guessed this. So feel good. The only reason, I'm sounding like Alex Trebek. You know when he would I give know the answer. This. It would just you take do me. know the answer. Bob Huggins. Yeah. Number Bob Huggins. Yeah, but he he had he had those years at Cincinnati, and then he had a he had a very strong run at uh, West Virginia, where he, I mean, I believe if I'm correct, Duke played them in the Final Four in. 16 or dude I or oh nine stuff uh but Bob Huggins, number four you wouldn't have got that either i wouldn't have it today don't feel bad i'm not picking yeah. on you jim calhoun number four all time 912 yeah. we've got to wrap up our first yeah hour. he's been gone for a while now yeah he had well, he, yeah no he he came back and was coaching somebody else so that's yeah yeah he did hey let's wrap up the first hour here i want to thank anna Catherine creech again for uh joining us here in our first hour uh, my good friend, Jason Bryan, he'll be with us here in the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.